You believed in the second shooter on the grassy knoll? No, the boner and the ghost and the three men and the baby. This is Then You Ruined It, the podcast that will last until one of us makes it weird. Hope you have a short commute. You want to hear the most heartwarming thing about a, a fat kid? This is, this is real. You know how, uh, oh, I feel really bad. I can't say his name. Ki Kwan Hui? The, yeah, um, yeah, from Indiana Jones yeah. and then uh, everything, yeah. everywhere all at once. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know how he's he's made this recurrence. Do you know who his do you know who his entertainment lawyer slash best friend who encouraged him to get into everything all at once is? Yeah, it's Chunk. Yeah, it's Chunk. Yeah. I didn't know that. Who isn't Chunk anymore? He and Chunk have been he lost all the weight. Best he's skinny friends. now. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. But <laughs> that is amazing. That is like the best thing I've ever heard. That those two have been best friends for thirty years and are still looking out for each other. That's amazing. They told us Goonies never say die. They never said die. They never said die. If they say die, then I will die as well because my life has no meaning anymore. I think everybody in our generation probably feels the exact same way, male and female. So my son is on two baseball teams, and there's one kid that's on both teams. And he's been on on his little league team a few times in the past, so I've gotten to know his parents pretty well. They're cool people. I was talking to him during one of the games, and after my son's at bat, uh, the dad's like, hey, your son's like really a lot more confident at the plate. Have you guys been working on his swing? I'm like, not really on his swing so much. We've been fo- focusing more on other parts of his game, but I've been taking him to the gym a lot lately, and he's getting pretty buff and strong, so it's just kind of generally increased his confidence. So when he goes up to bat, he just is kind of feeling himself a bit more. And he's like, yeah, you're right. The other day at practice for the other team, where this dad's an assistant coach, uh, some of the ki- kids took their shirts off, and your son was one of them. And I went to my son, like, dude, you got to do whatever is doing, because he's putting you to shame. And so I go to my son later, I'm like, did you guys take your shirts off at practice? And he's like, well, some of us did. Okay, so I was like, it was me, it was Jim, it was Barry, and it was Alexander. I'm like, wait, Alexander? And he's like, yeah. And we they're just like this unspoken really alexander and he's like alexander did it as a joke because alexander is a fat kid my son jim and barry they're they're all cut <laughs> so three cut kids take their shirts off and the fat kids like, Woo! i'm gonna say I, I am super proud of that fat kid because he knew what he had and he worked it like he's like you know what i can get a joke out of this like i can get people to laugh with this and i don't want you to go the chris farley route and like really lean into that, but saying I'm the fat kid, let me take my shirt off too. This will be good, and that it is. That's a that's a solid joke. So good job. Yeah, that's way to own it, fat kid. And it and it it shows you know a, a comfortableness with his own body <coughs> and an acceptance of his place in the world and being like, hey, you know what'd be funny? Wooga 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 wooga. And you're not wrong. One of the most memorable moments of that movie is Trouble Shuffle. <laughs> not necessarily for good reasons but i mean it's it's funny people still ask him to do it and there's like nothing there he's like i mean everybody's disappointed when i do it because it's like there's just a skinny guy doing the truffle shuffle <laughs> not very funny 
And going back to <laughs> many things about uh, taking to the gym and getting cut and everything. I remember even, uh, I think basketball was the only time, the only sport I played where, you know, you, you play with your arms uncovered unless you wear a shirt with it, which hell yes, I would do whenever I could. But there are certain times when it was just like, no, it just has to be the basketball jersey. No, we're not wearing a shirt this time. Man, I, I was so scrawny and had no definition or whatever. And I also hadn't, didn't have any hair in my pits. So I was terrified to like... <laughs> even lift my arms to like call for the ball because I didn't want anybody seeing what I had nothing of. So I was the worst. I was supposed to be like post. Cause I was the, at the time, the tallest one is like the only thing I had going for me is they could throw me the ball. I could turn around and just like put it in. And I couldn't even do that because I, my, my posting was just like, <laughs> like more like Cornholio than it does Shaq. <laughs> my name is Siglerio. I need the ball for the hole. That, that was much more triumph. I do a pretty good cornholio, I will admit, but that was much more triumph the insult comic dog for some reason. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you got to put the shirt over your head or it doesn't work. It, it kind of does. Yeah, let's see. I, I'm probably going to knock my earbuds out, but let's see. That's coming up. And my name is Emmanuel. I need the ball for my bunghole. Yeah, let's see. That's... That definitely improved it. I think the fact that Siglario yeah. just kind of sounds ethnic. My name is Cornolio. I'm a Siglario. Give me the ball and <laughs> some pista. It's not that, thankfully. So, uh, yeah, that that's uh, more power to him for feeling the confidence. I, I recently went through a move. And during that move, you know, that lots of moving boxes in and out and just back and forth. And lo- there was a lot of work involved. And I remember at one point looking in the mirror and thinking like, oh, I'm actually get, getting a little less pudge there in the middle. Like I'm actually, that's good. I'm, I'm going to weigh myself. And I weighed myself and I was like 190 and I haven't been under 200 in years, maybe several months, but probably years. And uh, I, I was very happy with that. And that didn't last long. <laughs> there was no like, all right, here's a redoubled effort to keep that up. It's like, no, I just, I'm going to let it be what it'll be. And if it goes away, it goes away. <laughs> it was a nice fleeting thought for one moment. So I was trying to lose weight. I still am. I'm trying to lose weight, but I was trying really hard. I tried the old trick of if I can hit my weight goal, I'm going to get an Xbox Series X. So, you know, m- motivate myself. Still working on it, but I've, I was really gung-ho about it the first two weeks. And I was just, you know, intermittent fasting. I was exercising a lot and I was counting calories. I was doing really, really good. And in those first two weeks, I dropped 10 pounds and I was so excited. And I go to my wife, I've lost 10 pounds. She's like, awesome. So what do you weigh now? I'm like, that doesn't matter. <laughs> Cause I had told her the weight that I was starting from was 10 pounds less than what I actually was at the time. So if I told her how much I I'm like, I'm 200 pounds now. She's like, wait, weren't you 200 pounds when you started this day? Like, no. <laughs> I love that even a positive thing like that, you have to ruin because you lied about it in the first place. <laughs> well, because if, if, if she knew I was a 210, she'd be, I don't know, making me go on a diet, which I was already doing. So. I'm, just, I'm just saying. it's an But a- I did it on my terms with an Xbox involved. It's, it's a really good encapsulation of why this, and I'm pointing back and forth to us, why this works. <laughs> this is, we're not so different, you and I. You may chastise me sometimes for the things I do, but you're no better. I chastise you for the things you do wrong. You chastise me all the time. What are you t- Once again, that's why this works. I believe that I have called you a horrible person as many times as you've called me a dumbass. And that is podcasting. Yeah. What's funny is that we probably did that more while we we're supposed to be reviewing web comics together than when we're just doing a podcast <laughs> where we do just constantly give each other crap. 
<laughs> Probably why more less people listen to our webcomics thoughts. <laughs> so the one guy said that my line work was really strong and he liked the sketchiness of it. And then he said the other guy had a tiny wiener. It was the weirdest review I've ever gotten. So yeah, I, I just I, hats off to to everybody involved. Like I said, your son for for doing the work and putting putting in the work and getting the confidence that way, and to the fat kid for knowing what he's got and working it, and just yeah, everybody in that situation did a great job. The next generation is a okay. These Zoomers, they're all right. Yes, it's us I'm worried about. <laughs> oh well, I mean. Like, just as it's perpetual to blame the next and the previous generation, like, I th- everyone is equally screwing up everything. And so this is something I wanted to talk about. I wanted to bring this up. People are saying that, like, the older generation is too susceptible to fake news. Like, fake news is this new thing that's destroying the generation. We spent our entire childhood... Saving up every Tootsie Pop rapper that had the kid dressed as a Native American shooting a star because we were convinced that those were worth a free Tootsie Pop somewhere. I mean, I would not equate that to fake news. It's fake news. <laughs> it's, it's fake hopes. We all have those. No, it's the same thing. That, like all fake news is, it's just like something that you heard from some kid on the playground. Why did you keep all those rappers? Because some kid on the playground said they were worth it. Why did you watch all of Best Little Whorehouse in Texas? Because some kid on the playground said Dolly Parton showed her boob. You know, we did things because some kid told us. (laughs) And that's all fake news is. Some kid telling people to do stuff. I mean, kind of, yes. Some of the kid's mindset, at least. But, uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some kid is is, 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 just, just some idiot. It's... I mean, sure... I mean, everybody lies. Everybody's lied to. It, you just, yeah. it depends on how much critical thinking you can do about a thing. I'm, and I, I don't think anyone's ever done that critical thinking. Like, if we thought about it, like, hmm, how are we going to get these free Tootsie Pops? If we would have thought about it, we would have stopped saving all that garbage. I had a whole dresser drawer full of garbage for years. I think how you should look at it is you had a dresser full of hope. <laughs> And that's what people on Thoughts News have, is a jar full of hope that is truly garbage. You're not wrong. This analogy has not yet fallen apart, so I'm letting it continue. (laughs) I'm the judge sitting up on the stand. I'm like, I mean, you're full of crap, but I'm going to let it continue because... You you kind of lost me there for Dolly Parton, but then you brought me back. (laughs) You'll never lose me a Dolly Parton. Yeah, that's true. But no, it's I, that, that, that that's exactly what it is. They have the hope, and that's what they cling to. And doesn't matter that the shyster that gave them the hope is a liar and a fraud and a cheat. It's like they gave them that hope, so I'm going to hold on to it. I held on to those rappers, yeah. thinking someday I'll get one free Tootsie Pop out of this. <laughs> so, uh, what other weird things did you believe as a kid? Oh Lord, you have to give me some more. Advanced warning on that, because I can't think back that far to things I believed. I mean, I, I, I didn't really believe too much, I feel like. <laughs> I was a pretty realistic okay. kid. <laughs> you, you didn't believe that, like, if you watched Wizard of Oz close enough, you could see a, a munchkin kill themselves? I didn't find out about that until I was an adult. Oh, okay. Or later, um, at least sometime no i didn't find out about that kind of stuff there, there was the one uh 
the the ghost in Three Men and a Baby. And I remember along those lines, that video, and we, we told our choir director one day about it in middle school. And I guess we weren't doing anything that day. So he was like, man, I want to see all these things. I'm like, oh, we can totally get that. And we didn't have the internet at that point. So it's like, okay, well, let's go to... <clears throat> Let's let's uh, let us leave class and we'll go to these houses, which are really close because it's a small towns so and we live really close to the school. And we'll go home and like get the videotape and we'll come back and we'll show you. It's like okay, let's let's do that. Break. <laughs> so he sent the kids <laughs> out to these houses, which I, yes, he was very neg- negligent and went on for many years after I left the school to be a very successful <laughs> choir director. My sister even had him. I loved him to death. But man, it was even bad at <laughs> watching kids and being responsible. But so he wanted to watch all these different videos, and we showed him like the 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 priests boner, I think, and Little Mermaid, <laughs> and the word sex in the Lion King, and the ghost in Three Men and a Baby, and I I I feel like I remember watching it with uh, the girls in the class. We were watching and. And this little tiny TV, like up in the corner of the room, so we like had to squint. We couldn't even, we couldn't even get like the big screen, you know, and like wheel it down in front of you so you can see it nice and big. It's like we could barely see it, but I remember like oh, and like the girls going oh, and it finally comes to the moment where you see it supposedly in the window and screamed, and oh, the ghost. I thought you were talking about the boner. <laughs> oh, there it is. I think we paused it on the boner and we're like pointing it out like no look that's that's the table look his his cloth got caught on the table that's all that is it's like no look that that can't be from this angle yeah we, we like Zapruder filmed it so yeah I, if you want to talk about things I believed in that regard then that that would be one of them you believed in the second shooter on the grassy knoll no the boner and the ghost and the three men and a baby again <laughs> didn't learn about Zapruder film until much later we're sheltered children in Kansas. The boner, the ghost, and this grassy knoll sounds like a hilarious nursery rhyme. The Holy Trinity. <laughs> I didn't need to go to church. I knew what I believed. I also believed that my single Jose Canseco card that I also kept with all those Tootsie Roll wrappers would be enough to buy me whatever I needed if I ever ran away from home. So I had it like in a special place in that drawer in case I ever had to run away and I had to take one thing with me. Like, okay, I'll take this one Jose Canseco card and I'm going to just, when I get to the big city, Boise, I don't know, I'm going to catch this in and then I'll be living large. I will admit that a lot of your stories from childhood are the good starts of screenplays. Like the, you, yeah, this, this is def, that's definitely a moment in a movie where the kid says, yeah, part of my bug out bag, my Jose Canseco card, I'm going to sell it and I'll be able to afford anything. And then somewhere later in the movie, you come across Jose Canseco and he's like, oh yeah, sorry kid. That was one of my worst seasons. That, that card's worth like eight bucks at most, but you learn something important from him and as you have run away from home. I don't know. That's, I can rework it. I, I'll, I'll work the script, but I could become the third bash brother. I think the Bash Brothers boat has sailed. Well, yeah, but th- this movie was a long time ago. I'm not now going to be a Bash Brother. That reminds me, I did see a picture or a video or something of Barry Bonds the other day. 
man, guess who's not nearly as jacked as he was that one summer? <laughs> uh, me? Okay, I meant Barry Bonds, but whatever. That'll do it for this episode. Boy, I sure did ruin that. If you still need more, head on over to Twitter. I am at Idahobo, and Jason is at the Jason Sigler. We also do a webcomics review podcast called Digital Strips. 